Welcome to the Wards on Wheels podcast, a podcast dedicated to random rambling about life in an RV. My name is Morgan Ward. My name is Charlie Ward. In October 2020, we decided to sell our 1,000 square foot home, quit our jobs, and begin traveling the U.S. in our 224 square foot Forest River Wildwood FSX toy hauler. Along with our two dogs and a 1997 Harley Fat Boy, we hope to explore the country and ourselves while living life on the open road. Okay, here we go. Hello. Oh yeah. Yeah. Happy Sunday. It's hot Sunday. It is. It's hot. What's the temperature? Do you know? know. It's the thirty-first today. It is. The last day of January. I'm in shorts and a tank top. What's the temp? (coughs) Oh, excuse me. What is it today? Fifty-eight. 58 degrees. In the sun, it feels a lot warmer than that. Yeah, it feels like it's about 100. No, it does not feel like it's 100. Just because you have goosebumps. I'm sitting over here sweating. Well, you're all fully dressed with cowgirl boots on. I don't wear cowgirl boots. Well, gender-neutral boots of the cow kind. Wash your mouth out. These boots are badass. Cowboy boots. They're comfortable. You don't have to worry about tying your shoes. They stay on your feet. You're never going back, are you? I walk miles in these day in these shoes every day. <laughs> in these shoes every in these days, every shoe. Every shoe. Every shoe I walk days and miles. Yes. Did you have a stroke? Did you stop giving me shit? <laughs> I'm a head patient. I've smacked my head many times in my life. One too many. One, two, three many. One, two, three, four many. Did you hit your head today? Yes. What were you doing? Propping up our mattress to keep it from mildewing underneath of us. And you hit it on what? The bracket that the window arm hooks into. I'm sorry. Hitting your head sucks. Anywho. Should we tell them the news? Tell them I feel like a lot of people are. You are a much better storyteller than I am. So I don't I'm think let so. You tell the stories. I, I get all waving my hands around. If you're like visually seeing me, it's a great story. But if I'm talking, uh, people get bored. I think you tell great stories. When I'm flailing around and moving and dancing and... (laughs) Flailing is probably my favorite word. Yes, so the big news is, and a lot of people already know this, but we were supposed to stay in New Mexico until June, but my contract at work ended early because they hired somebody permanent, which sometimes happens to travelers because we are just temporary workers, basically. Uh, and so we will be heading to Iowa in March in, um, for 12 weeks. Olin. Olin, yeah. Olin. O-E-W-L-E-N. Yeah. It's the like, northeast corner. Yeah. It's near. It's like 20 minutes from the Mississippi, you said? Something like that. And population 5,000 people. So yeah. Artesia has 12,000 people. 14. It has 14? Oh, has 14,000 people. <laughs> Excuse me. And... Uh, yeah, I guess we're going to a much smaller town, but um, yeah, excited. Hopefully it will be thawed out a little bit by the time we get there. We have yeah, about a month. parks open up in February, so. We have about a month to get there, so, um, and it's a lot less distance than it is from Maine to Artesia than Artesia to. Yeah. So, that's the big news. 
And Very exciting. One of us has been there before, and they said they'd never go back. But that would be you. Charlie went to college in Emmitsburg, Iowa, at Iowa Lakes Community College. And a lot of corn, a lot of cows, a lot he of always, pigs, a lot he, of wind. He missed home a lot, and he always said he would never go back there. And I just think it's hilarious that that's our next assignment. I'm honestly excited to go back. This yeah. Is, I don't know. That'd be cool. Well, you can, I feel like, even though you were only there, like, what, a year and a half? Or a year? A little over a year. Yeah. Um, you can, like, tell me, like, the lay of the land. Because, like, you know the culture a little bit well, better. Well, a little bit. I mean, we're going to the complete opposite side of the state. Yeah. I was over in kind of farmland. It might be the same. I don't know. It might be. Yeah. So, we're going to have to, um, I was just thinking, too, like, we should get rid of the, like, it's starting to get warmer here. This is before I knew I was in we weren't going to be here for long. I was like, oh, man, it's going to get hot, so we'll have to just, like, store away this quilt and this comforter. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, Not we yet. might need to add blankets. I don't know. No. No? It'll be fine. So I think we have, like, four states to go through mm-hmm. from here. So that should be interesting. And uh, We're going to head northeast. Tornadoes. Yeah. It's tornado country up there. Yeah. So, Yeah. That is it. That's the big news. That's all we got. Our house is Tune on wheels, in next week. So hopefully it will. Yeah. Right. We're done. Whoop. Hopefully End of the what? Show. Hopefully what? Hopefully uh, our house won't blow away. Oh, with the tornado? Yeah. You never know. We'll just ride it out. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's scary, dude. The sky is completely different up there. Like Try- you, you think it's weird, like down here? Like I don't know. It's just weird, like. Weird weather cycles, weird clouds, storms. I'm excited. Here's the thing. I thought, like, when I took this job here in New Mexico, it was the first offer that I had received. And at that time, we didn't really have a plan. And so I jumped on the offer. And they were like, six months. And I'm like, heck yeah, that's going to be no time at all. It's a long time. And I think, like, we would have been fine. We would have. I mean, but, obviously, we'd make it work. Right. I mean, but I just, I feel like Artesia has left its mark, and we're ready to move on. Yeah, she's dry and dusty. It's, yeah. And it, I mean, it has its good parts, and there, the, some of the people here have been really nice, and um, the place that I work has been really great. But, you know, I think this just isn't our, Yeah. you know, maybe just isn't our jam right now. I think as much as we don't like snow... Yeah. We're never going to be happy unless we're in a state that does snow because it's green, there's trees, right. there's hills. There's moisture. There's moisture. You're not getting freaking zapped every time you get out of your truck and put your key in your keyhole to get into your house. Yeah. I mean, dude, every night I get lit up and it, like, <laughs> it pisses me off. Every time you, you bring me home from work, you get out and you unlock the door and you're like, damn it! Well, like, I can I mean, like, the, hear the shock. The that, key's like three quarters of an inch away from the keyhole and it's like zap like electricity just shoots right from the key to the door it's that you know maybe you're just <laughs> very electric electrical electrified stop shuffling my feet yeah old man yeah. pick them up all right there heel to toe gray hair lady <gasps> you did not see any of my any of my gray hairs i sure did i have like five of them now i don't mind them um yeah I don't want them. What? There's more? There's only five. There's more? Is there really? Behind your ear. 
Only, is that what you saw this morning? Uh, there's only five. There's only five gray hairs behind your ear. You saw gray. That's why you were. That's why you said, "Oh." Yeah, I went to wipe your hair behind your ear, and I was like, "Oh." Oh, I thought you just saw like my dry skin. <laughs> oh. My eczema. Wait, you have eczema? Yeah. No, you. That's why when you said welcome to the club, I was like, what do you mean? I've been in the club for a long time. Like the dry skin club? You went gray hair? Yes. (laughs) You did? Of course I did. Do I need to draw a picture? Yes, you have gray hair behind your ear now. Don't smile at me like a donut. I am flattered. I think that is a rite of passage. What? You earned it. Pause. I'm going to go cry. (laughs) You've been with me for 30 years. You deserve five gray hairs. You know what's funny? It's like my mom's like 65. She like barely has any gray hair. She has like a little salt and pepper in there, but for the most part. And then you look at my face and I look like I'm Santa Claus. Yeah. Like my dad went white really early. Mm. And I don't think my brother has any gray hair, does he? I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. I have gray hair on my arms, my chest, my back, my legs. Your big toes. My big toes. Yeah. Anyway. I'm turning gray. Like you said, you earn it. That's why I'm ha- I'm excited to get gray hair. Like, I earn that shit. Yeah. I'm not going to dye my hair. I'm going to just let it go. Just been around. Yeah. Seen shit. Seen some shit. Educated. Yes. Yes. So, that was the big news. Um, another thing we wanted to let you guys know is that um, there's this really cool national park down here called White Sands. And we went there yeah. yesterday. Mind-blowing. It's like two, two hours, two and a half hours from here. And it's basically, we actually learned about this today. It's, it's like a 10 by 10, like 100 square mile white sand dune area. In the middle of nowhere. In the middle of this like mountain range. It's almost like a valley. That's, yeah. Yeah. And it was. Like you, you can't get lost because you have. Mountains a all around. huge mountain range on one side of you, and then the other side of you, it's all snow on that mountain range. Yeah. Because it's 9,000 feet in elevation over there. When you're down there, it's probably like 2,000 feet, if that. Yeah. So to get there, we have we have to drive through Cloudcroft, which we've, we've been through before. But we, we only went to the town. We didn't go through the town and then beyond the town. That drive is, like, really pretty and, like, twisty-turny. Look, it's my bee friend. And it was snowing up there, too. Oh, just let her land. Oh, she's cute. She won't hurt you. She's a honeybee. I'm just jealous she landed on your beer and not my beer. Because you drink black beer. Well, maybe bees, certain bees like IPAs. Not you, not your bee. She's my special friend. Oh, she's so cute. Anyway, so yeah, the drive to um, to White Sands through Cloudcroft is like beautiful like at one point you come up around up the hill and you look over this huge valley and there's mountains all around and it looks like there's snow on the ground but that's it's not snow it's It's sand and so yeah it's it's really cool red road and red road because they use beet juice on the roads which when you said that i was like no they don't you're making that up but, yeah, they really do. They use beet juice, and then we were notified that they also use apple juice in some states. Yeah, like apple pulp or something? Like yeah, they grind to, up the core. Uh, what do they do to help so it doesn't corrode the roadway or something? It helps, like... Because if you put just regular, just put pure salt on the road, it's going to melt, and then all that water will get into the cracks of the pavement, and then it freezes up, and then right. breaks the pavement apart. 
And that's what main roads are. <laughs> yeah, that's why main roads are shit. Well, yeah. Maybe they need to use some beet juice. No, they use friggin' metal rot. Yeah. That's what they use. I mean, literally, you could buy a brand new truck in Maine, and if you do not take care of it, within four to five years, that truck is going to be junk. Because yeah. it's just going to rot out. Because they just dump liquid calcium on the friggin' roads, and it's... They need to get with the program. It's ridiculous. Come on, Come I mean, on now. I'd rather have them dumping dirt on the road than salt and liquid calcium. That's just... It's horrible. So all it does is it just like flattens everything out perfectly level and then it freezes and then you get a bottle and then it cracks the pavement all the shit. Come on, Maine. Get with the program. Yeah. Use beet juice. Yeah, Maine. Use your beets. Use beets and some beat sand. Your, beat your meats. What? Yeah. Um, so yeah. That At was least really... three times a day. Right. That was So that was really cool yesterday. Um, the dogs had a great time. Yeah, they're like dead right now. And, yeah, they're exhausted. Like they loved sniffing and running. And, like, Bella's a very fit and active gal. But she, I had to lift her onto the bed last night. She yeah. was exhausted. And her legs were tired. So, yeah, it was super cool. I would love to go back. Dry snow. I honestly, I would love to go back. Like, So, it's a national park, right? And also, shout out to Kirstie Prattley for giving us a an annual national park pass. So, we don't even have to pay to go to any national park for the year. Such a cool gift. Um, and so it has, like, different hiking trails in, uh, in the park and, like, different, like... They're, like, all staked out so you don't get lost in the sand. Yeah, because so, like, you walk in the sand and then, like, an hour later your foot footprints are gone. Yeah, literally. Because like, of the wind. Not even an hour. We walked maybe a yeah. half an hour and we came back. Yeah. Shit was covered. And so, and you can rent sleds at the gift shop, so you can, like, slide um, on the dunes. We saw some people um, sliding, having a good time. If you do go, bring bandanas with you. Yeah. And, and sunglasses. Yes. Because your and nose hats. and your throat gets full of that shit. Like, oh. we were both clogged up yesterday. And we both got sunburns, so just make sure you wear sunscreen, like, wear your hat, like if you're sensitive to that or whatever. Like, yeah. I even wore a hat yesterday, because I knew it was going to be fucking yeah. freaking It like, is ugh. blinding white. Oh, it's bad. And it's just, but it's so cool. It was cool. I would love to go back there oh, and do a hike. Oh, it's a hell of an experience. And you can I camp mean, there, just, too. Yeah. You camp you can out. camp there. So, but they're very big on, like, make sure you bring water. Like, bring enough water, just in case, like. Well, I can understand, because it's. It dries you right out. Yeah, within a half an hour, 45 minutes. I mean, we were, like, parched. The dogs the were wind, parched. The wind is just howling, and the, the sun is just beating on you, and then it's reflecting right up in your face, and it's just, like, yep. laying in a tanning bed with sand blown all over yeah a sandblaster tanning bed <laughs> yeah the uh the dogs tear like their little eye boogie boogies for like the, the next hour after that with like little sand nuggets yeah, that was they so probably funny. could have used some goggles themselves yeah they dug so many holes oh they loved it and yeah it was a good time it was worth the drive and like i said the drive itself was beautiful so pretty cool Hell yeah. Yes. Um, so... So tell me an interesting fact about the ocean. Yeah. Nina. 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 Um, <laughs> so we're... We were going to tell them about oh, like, yeah. the stupid shows we were going to go watching. We were, like, it's ridiculous. So we were, like, there are a couple of reasons why we wanted... We want to talk about ocean facts today. That <laughs> yeah, sounds, Nina. Yeah. That sounds, fun, like, weird, but... So here's the background on that. Number one, we were watching one of my favorite comedians, 
he's on a YouTube. Funny, he's a funny guy. Cody Co. He's part of Tiny Meat Gang, if you he's, want to look them up. He's um, And so he has, like, a couple of YouTube channels. So he was analyzing this, um, this other YouTube series where, like, eight high schoolers decide who gets $1,000. And there was this char- character on there who was, like, really into, like, marine biology. And she was, like, kind of a kind of a different gal. Or like, kind of a... Uh, an, an... So, yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, go to YouTube and look up Cody Co. Ocean Facts. Or Cody Co. High Schoolers $1,000. Yeah, it'll pop up. And it'll pop up. And then the other thing is we were watching River Monsters, the Ocean series, the other day. And the guy took a submarine down into the ocean, deep in the ocean, right, to check out this six-scaled shark. They were 2,500 feet deep or something like that. Um, Because it's not a shark that's, like, well-known or observed. And they frickin' tied a hog corpse to the submarine and, like, went down to the depths of where the shark hangs out. And, like, the shark was eating the hog. Well, they they consider the shark like a part of the dinosaur family because it is a bottom shark like, it's like an ancient shark yeah like in the sharks do not swim like side to side with the currents or anything like that they hang out in one specific spot and they only swim straight up and straight down that's the only way they feed which they is don't, creepy like, they don't venture off and like look for different shit they just that's yeah. what they do just up and down and they were like they were 2500 feet deep and he was just like chilling in this tiny little air pod submarine and this shark is like eating this hog corpse off his submarine like moving the submarine like and like how is he not having a panic panic attack i was having a panic panic attack just watching it yeah but so this is what this is what blew my mind though is that he made a pretty good point that we know more about the planet mars than we know more about our ocean floor on our own planet well, I'm going to get to that with one of these facts, because I, I copied I was like, oh, Charlie's going to like that one. I'm going to get to that specific fact. Like, it just blows my mind. We can have people floating around in outer space, but we don't know even what's on our ocean floor. And I get it, because there's pressure, and there's outer space, there's no pressure. There's no air in outer space, there's no air down below. I get it, but if we have the technology to friggin' float around in outer space and text message across the friggin' country, across the world in the matter of seconds. Why the hell don't we know what's on our ocean floor? Aliens. Yeah. There's gotta be a good goddamn reason why we don't know what's down there. Like. Creepy things, that's what's down there. Space space isn't creepy. Um, space isn't murky to me, like. My fear of swimming in the ocean and or lakes is that it's murky and I don't like know what's. But at least if, maybe if you're... some people would rather not know what's going to happen to them and they just get wiped out versus being in outer space and you can see it for miles and miles. They're like, oh shit, <laughs> oh shit, it's coming. And it's only... like three hours later, and then it finally hits you. The only thing that freaks me out about like space or like space movies is there's no there's no friction or gravity to slow you down. So yeah, if you, you get, get bumped. You're you just you just like float, like Val Peace. Kilmer style, out into the middle of space. That like, was his choice, though. Listen, let's not talk about that, okay? <laughs> I'm very sensitive to that, to that movie. What about Bruce? Don't forget about Bruce. He saved the planet. That wasn't just a movie. That was. I would have just killed Ben Affleck and then. That just was like, true story. I probably would have too. He was kind of a douche he in that was movie. A douche. I would have sent him down in the hole. 
He was a cocky Just, douche. Yeah. I'd like trick him somehow so that he would go down. Yeah, just go down there a little bit farther. And then I would go down. Oh, can you just hit that button while you're down there? And then I would just go down back down to Earth and be like, he didn't make it. Liv Tyler's Uh, daughter. uh, Wait, with that. Wait, it's Steve Tyler's daughter. Did you say Liv Tyler? That's her name. Liv Tyler. It's Steven Tyler's daughter. Yeah, so that's what I said. Liv Tyler's daughter? That's what I said. Steven Tyler's daughter. Did you bump your head? Liv Tyler's daughter is what Steven you said. Tyler's daughter is what I yes, said. Yes, that is Steven Tyler's I said, daughter. I his, said Steve. His daughter's name is Liv. But it came out as <laughs> came out as Stiv, and maybe you heard Liv, so whatever. I heard Liv. Anyway. Anywho. So I don't know why we got off into like this whole tangent of space, but maybe we can save that for another episode. That would be cool. Ocean fact number one: some of these are gross, some of these are cool. Does it explain you why decide. we have? <laughs> What? Discovered our ocean floor yet? Yes, there's one of those. <clears throat> ocean fact number one. There are 20 million tons of untouchable gold in the ocean. Yeah. Why are we down there getting that shit? You may be able to plunder a shipwreck, but you won't be able to collect much of the 20 million tons of gold estimated to exist in the water. That's because it's so diluted, it's measured in parts per trillion. One liter of seawater might net you a 13 billionth of a gram. So, like, basically what they're saying is the ocean is just, like, golden water, which is freaking cool. And I think, like, back in the day, they used to say that, like, the ocean had healing properties. So there used to be, like, these... For the rich folks to like go like on ocean retreats to like heal their ailments, and so maybe it had to do with the salt water, but maybe it had to do with like the, like, you know, the seawater containing gold particles. So you're saying we should be drinking that um, gold slugger? God, gold schlick, gold schlick vodka. Gold schlick vodka. Did you get my gold schlick vodka? I've drank some of that shit before. McMuffin. <laughs> You got no cops to protect your booze. You ain't got no cop people to protect your booze now, do ya? Um, okay. Anything else you want to add to that? That's pretty That's pretty crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. And as well as the, tr- like, unfound treasure in the ocean from different shipwrecks and, like, you know. I can't believe you picked on my cowboy boots. But, yeah, that is pretty cool ocean stuff. I love your cowboy boots. You and I have very similar cowboy boots. Because you copied me. I wasn't even there. I didn't even see you I pick them out. I picked the ones that I wanted. And I didn't like, even oh, see. Yeah, well, no, I didn't even see you pick them out. I bought mine first. Okay. Get out of here. Anyway, ocean fact number two, Nina. Tell me, Nina. We know more about the ocean than you might expect. Okay, this. I think this is touching is on your. Is this CBS giving this report? Um, I think this is like New York Times or something. ABC. It's Fox News. Um, uh, Channel 5. Yeah. So this is going to touch on how can we know more about Mars than we, than we do the ocean. But you're going to end up know. right. No, you're going to end up right, basically. So you, you might see mentions that we've mapped, quote unquote, more of Mars than we have the Earth's oceans. But that's not quite true. Oceanographers have been able to visualize almost 100% of the ocean floors albeit in a resolution that makes it difficult to spot a lot of detail. In that sense, images of Mars 
and other planets have been able to offer more information because they're not covered in water that can block radar. So build yourself a water chute and go down there and explore that shite. Although we haven't explored the vast majority of the oceans firsthand, technology has enabled us to have a rough idea of their layouts. So you're right, we do know more about Mars than the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, we have like a that's rough, a, that's sad. rough like, raft of the ocean floor. Hundreds and thousands and thousands and hundreds of miles away and discover that shit, but you can't tell us what's on our own planet. Right. Like build a suit and go down there, check that shit out, build a small little... Well, no, they're a, saying the radar gets lost in the water, yeah, that, but that's all we have for technology. Build like a big underwater, huge-ass submarine and go down there and discover that shit. Like, Explore. Do you know how you know how big the oceans are? Well, You're gonna need a lot I of those. I understand, but we've done that to like all of our land. Like, let's start exploring under the water. Well, you you need to write Elon Musk a letter. Well, I mean, if he's do. this intelligent and smart, then he should be like, okay, maybe we ought to do that. I think he's an alien, personally, but that could what be another episode. We're all aliens that got an alien came down and had sex with a monkey, and then we became humans. That's how it happened. This is getting out of hand. I thought we were just talking about ocean facts. You brought That's, it up. I, I didn't bring up the fact that aliens were you having sex he, with monkeys. You said he was an alien. I think he, I don't and think he's... I had to explain I don't why think, I think how humans became humans. I don't think he's of this planet. Because aliens are tall and skinny folks, right? And monkeys are like strong and they got, they, they can walk on their rear feet and walk around like they're big badasses. So the tall skinny alien came down and had sex with a female monkey and then boop, boop there's a human. Walks around upright on their rear feet. They got hair on them. They eat bananas going brrrr. It's true. Ocean fact number... Th <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ocean fact number three. Right? Mm -hmm. Ocean fact number next. Um, the deepest part of the ocean is really, really deep. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Well, no, so wait. the measurement is, yeah, it's deep. That's the measurement. There's no like eighths or halves or um, like three quarters. I'm going to get to it. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's a place called the Mariana Trench, which is close to like the offshore of the Mariana Islands. And it's the deepest trench in, on the ocean floor. Um, and it's the deepest point on Earth. It actually has... They classify it in levels, different levels of this trench, and one of the levels is actually named after, it's called the Hadal level, which is named after Hades, like hell. So that's pretty Perfect. cool. Yeah. Um, inside the trench is a valley known as Challenger Deep that extends roughly seven miles. That's, if you're from Maine, that's like Guilford to Dover Foxcroft. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how deep it is. Um, I walk four miles a day. So you're not even, you're three miles away from the deepest well, area I, of the ocean. I keep going. So, like, you could. You could. Just, I just want you to, like, sit with that information for a second. Like, that is deep. Okay, so build the ship, go down to the highest well, point. Well, wait, I'm not and done. And put the suit on and... Okay, listen, I'm not done. There's a gentleman I'm going to mention. Okay. You're jumping to conclusions about know. the ocean facts, Nina. Okay. Tell me, Nina. <sighs> Okay, seven miles below the surface. For comparison, the entirety of Mount Everest 
at 29,000 feet could easily be accommodated there. Until recently, crude explorations hadn't gone any further than 35,000 feet below the surface, a record set by two oceanographers in 1960. In 2012, filmmaker James Cameron explored roughly the same depths in a solo mission. In 2019, um, a, he's like a, an explorer, investor guy, Victor Vescovo made history and he was the first person to reach the deepest part of the ocean. How deep did he go? He, um, he went to the bottom of the deepest part, uh, which is 36,000 feet. So, which is seven miles below the surface of the yes. ocean floor? Yes. So, um, this is really funny. I, I got this like information from what is this website? I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway. He, yeah, he like, it took him like four hours to get down there. He was in like this little submarine or whatever, like little ship. I think it was by himself. And it had cameras on it. And a ship above the surface was like recording like, you know, the footage. You know what I'm saying? We were able to see what he was seeing like through the cameras somehow. Mm -hmm. And um, they discovered like four new species of fish on the way down. And, um... He, he's like an older guy. Like, there's uh, this picture of him. He must be like, is it this guy? Yeah, on the right? Oh, wait. Which guy is this? They all look pretty old. I think he's on the right. He's the guy on the right. I think he's like in his 50s, maybe 60s. He's a pretty fit guy. I'd say 60s. Yeah. Okay, so this is what, this is what he said. Quote, unquote. Um, Honestly, toward the end, I simply... Simply turned the thrusters off, leaned back in the cockpit, and enjoyed a tuna fish sandwich while I very slowly drifted just above the bottom of the deepest place on Earth, enjoying the view and appreciating what the team had done technically. He said it was a very happy, peaceful moment for him. Like, who packed his lunch that day? Maybe like, that's did. weird. Did he put cheese on his tuna he's fish sandwich? in the bottom of the ocean, and he's like, you know what would be, would be good down there when I get hungry? A tuna fish sandwich. Why not? That's so funny. Anyway. I wonder if he had cheese and salt and pepper on it. If it was just two pieces of bread and tuna. Who knows? I, I just like a regular tuna with salt and pep. You I don't, don't like, like cheese. Do you like cheese on Nah. I can go without cheese. Toast, I mean, I'll eat toasted it. Toasted bread? Yeah, I'll eat it. Like a tuna melt? Yeah. Mm. He like brings his little George Foreman down there. He like his little panini ma maker. He's like, he's like, frick, you know what would be really good down here? Frickin' tuna panini, and they're like, "Sir, you can't do that in the submarine. You're gonna blow the fuse." And he's like, "I can do what I want. I'm in the deepest part of the ocean, bitch." Yeah, what are you gonna do? Come down here. Yeah, you gonna stop me from making my tuna fish panini? Sir, we're gonna shut your hair supply off. Okay. I don't care. I don't need air to eat. You see me eat? I don't need air. Okay. <laughs> uh, ocean fact number next. Number four. There is a web of cables under the ocean. Oh, sorry, we have to back up. Another thing amongst the new species of fish that he found in the deepest part of the ocean, guess what else he found? You'll never guess. Guess. A used condom. Close. A plastic bag and some, can <laughs> and some candy wrappers. Yeah, he found a used condom and he picked it up with his little submarine tongs and it said there was a note inside. And it, and it said, said Jeffrey, your mom and I had a great time last night. <laughs> uh, I thought I was going to say Jeffrey Epstein didn't hang him till. No? Too, too old news? 
<laughs> Don't flag it. What are you doing? I didn't flag it. There's a web of cables under the ocean. Okay, what are they for? Um, communication companies maintain international connections via these cables. As you probably imagine, laying these cables is slow, expensive, and tedious work. However, these hundreds of thousands of miles of cables are very important as they are responsible for the transmission of 99% of the world's data oh, under sure. the ocean. Installed by specialized boats called cable layers, these undersea cables are located on the ocean's floor floor's flat surfaces, avoiding things like coral reefs, yeah right, sunken ships, yeah right, fish beds, yeah right, and other ecological habitat, yeah right. I mean, they probably just like... They just drop just, that shit They down. don't care, come on. There's a used condom at the bottom of the deepest trench of the ocean. With a note in it. The guy that left it there probably tried to screw the you... trench. <laughs> <laughs> no, tuna fish. Um, Don't touch me there, tuna. Anyway, even more so, the cables have to be designed to last in a difficult environment and are durable enough to withstand the ocean, uh, oh sorry, the occasional nibble. Stop resisting. From sharks. <laughs> like sharks nibble, you know, they're little nibble like. You know, they little shark nibble. Cable. Meanwhile, the first uh, world's first underwater Wi-Fi was set up just recently. Wish they'd do that out here. There's no water. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, I'm gonna ask you a true or false question. You ready? Uh -oh. True or false? There exists a waterfall. True. Under the you knew this? No. Okay, the biggest waterfall ever is in the Atlantic Ocean. It's weird to think about, but the biggest waterfall in the world isn't on land, it's in the ocean. Seriously, the biggest waterfall is in the Denmark Strait between Greenland and Iceland. It's where Arctic water from the Greenland Sea drops into the depths of the Erminger Sea. It's huge, the equivalent of 2,000 of the world's most notable waterfalls, uh, with waterfalls that falls 11,500 feet down. Wow. I know, and I want to YouTube what it looks like, because I, I didn't like... So an like. ocean is dumping into another ocean? Um, is what it's saying? Yeah, because it's so cold. Yeah. Underwater. Huh. Isn't that cool? That's pretty cool. Underwater. Underwater. Fractals, man. So That's another episode. So there's like a cave under the water that the water falls out I of that cave? No, we're going to have to YouTube it later and watch it. Because I didn't, I don't know, I just found yeah, that. That's fact. weird. That's yeah. kind of blowing my mind a little bit. That's pretty cool. And the, you know, there's like, there's like rivers and streams underneath the ocean too. Where mm. like certain like colder water currents flow. Well, the currents. Yeah. It's not really a stream, no. it's a current. But it's it looks just... like one, I'm sure. Well, it, yeah, I mean you can see, if you look at like a overview of the ocean, you can see the different colors and like the swirls in the water and like that's, yeah. Yep. I know they call it water streams, but it's, it's current. Right. That's why you gotta be careful when you go swimming in the ocean because you can get hauled out real quick. The frickin' yeah, if you ever YouTube like riptides or whatever, those are scary. Yeah, like, those are very scary. I mean, that shit can pull you right out, and there's nothing you're gonna do about it. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, you're done. They Unless tell you like, comes out and gets you. they tell you like tips on how to survive that. Like, don't swim toward the shore, like, swim to the side yeah, of the swim shore. Sideways. But still, that's freaking terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, these are just like fun and, fun and creepy, these last three. Um, but I thought they were interesting. In, inter, interesting. In, interesting. Sean Connery. Oh. Hello. Uh, you, um, uh, this fact, fact number next. Five. You're swimming with the dead. Yeah. There's a lot of bodies in that ocean. 
The ocean oh, floor wow. is littered with the bones of dead bodies. Enjoy your day at the beach today, everyone. Yeah. Including those of humans. Well, animals too. Okay, that makes sense. Like whale dies and then it drops. Okay. Obviously. With plane crashes and sunken ships alone, many people have been lost at sea and are at eternal rest in their watery graves. That's not meant to be like depressing or anything, but I just thought it was like, that's something you don't think about. But yeah. Here's an interesting fact. In each bay in Florida, there's probably like five bodies a day dumping in there. So. Yeah. Like, Ever heard of weighted Nikes? Yeah, the uh, the drug scene's like really, really like big down there, like Miami area. I just got I started watching Drug Inc. on Netflix. It's crazy. Yeah. People killing people for five bucks. I mean, five bucks they, is five bucks. Yeah, they just they'll throw your ass in a sack and throw you over a boat with a rock up to your foot. They don't give a shit. Um, okay, fact number next. Six. It's a bacterial cesspool. The ocean the ocean is uh, there are so many different strains of bacteria floating around in the ocean that scientists can't even quantify how much there truly is they can confirm however it is possible to contract all of the following communicable diseases COVID MRSA hepatitis Legionnaire's disease I don't know that one and schistosome circarial dermatitis. Okay, it's like a rash that occurs when parasites contact human flesh. Perfect. I'm like, why do I? I don't know why I pick. I don't. I don't know why I picked that one. I'm never swimming in the ocean. Is that why my bathing suit? That about the after? last mud puddle that we stepped over. <laughs> All right, and then this is the last one. This is kind of, this is sad. I'm not, like, meaning for this to be morbid or anything, like, but this is just, this is just a, a fact I came across that fascinates me. I've always been fascinated with this, um, event. Quite possibly the world's greatest aviation mystery, Malaysia Airlines Flight 370, captured attention when it disappeared without a trace, flying from, oh, I'm going to say this wrong, Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia to Beijing, China. The missing aircraft, which was carrying 239 passengers and crew, vanished on March 8, 2014. None of the remains of the passengers were ever found, and the aircraft remains undercovered. I'm going to throw in your face, how about the Bermuda Triangle, where ships and airplanes have all been gone lost? Yes, yeah, so I saw a lot of Bermuda Triangle facts, but I didn't like think that that was something that, I mean, so it's like kind of overdone, you know? So I didn't, I didn't, like, put it in there, but I can... Well, I'm just saying, like, that's crazy, like... They weren't over the Bermuda Triangle, but... Right, but you know what I mean, though, like, with all the technology, like, have an airplane with transmitters and you can't find it? I mean, that just happened a few years back when they couldn't find a plane that went down in the ocean. It is odd. It is a little odd, like, and so I don't know, like, everything surrounding the whole, like, I mean, I've watched things on it. I don't know the whole thing about like surrounding the disappearance, but you are right. Like, why can't you find a, a whole plane? Yeah. And I understand like the where it where it disappeared or lost contact with whoever. It was like a very vast area of ocean with like many currents and everything. Like I get it. It could it could be somewhere they're just not like. But they don't have a metal detector big enough to like. Um, pick up an airplane. I mean, I understand an airplane is made of aluminum, but 
No, I yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Or is it and the depth I don't of the know. water, the radar can't pick it up yet, they can measure the bottom of the I, I don't know. No, I'm with you. I'm I like, think a lot of shit is covered up. Well, I I do too, and I think and my mind is like works the way that like why can't you just do it? What do you mean? Why what do you mean you can't do it? Like why can't you, you just do it? You put a person on the moon and you you, Did you they? can't find a plane in the I'm ocean. <laughs> <laughs> we landed on the moon. <laughs> Like, did we really land on the moon? Did the Russians get there first? Is it, what happened? Yeah, maybe we should do a um, maybe we should do an episode on the Bermuda Triangle because like there's a lot to cover with that. Between space and the ocean, I mean, I get it. There's a lot of question marks, but yeah. Um, Come on, guys. There are dif- there are different ways that people describe. Uh, the phenomenon of the Bermuda Triangle. Some say it's paranormal. Some I mean, it's say just it messes with your compass and you think you're going somewhere and then you're not and then you crash. The Gulf Stream. Uh, human error. I mean, I mean, how, well, I mean they've like, done tests in the Bermuda with compasses and yeah, they get all freaking. Violent just, weather. Methane hydrates. They like start tweaking out the magnetic water. force up there is like Natural off gas. or something. Yeah. Uh, there's a, I also read something about there's um, there's a second Bermuda Triangle that's not like the Bermuda Triangle, but it's a place that a lot of like uh, research vessels, military research vessels disappear. Hmm. So, oh, speaking of that, yesterday when we were on our way to White Sands, they test nuclear like they missile. Not nuclear. They test. What? They test rockets. Missiles. missiles. They're not testing nuclear. They're not. I, I don't, I mean, I could be completely wrong, but I don't think they're testing nuclear just bombs. Missiles. They're just, just missiles. They're just shooting, they're firing missiles to see. And so, like, and like the missile range is like 50 miles away, but then there's, yeah, there's a sign. A, there was a U.S. Army base missile launch site is what it was. There's a sign that says, like, if this light is flashing, you're no longer able to go forward in traffic for like for an, an hour. For an hour. So they shut the roads down for an hour. Which is crazy. To fire these missiles off. Yeah. That's probably what made all the white sand appear. Yeah, it was the um, the missiles. But Actually, the thing no. that we listened to earlier, the Spanish that come over here exploring came across. It was part of, um, it used to be an ocean floor. And then something about how the ocean dried up and some of the, um, the, the, like, the particles from the bottom. I don't know. You just look it up. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a, I'm just a lowly personal trainer that went to community college who likes to drink IPAs on Sunday afternoons. So I'm a, and read internet facts, Nina. I'm, I'm a houseboy. I uh, stay at home. I go grocery grocery shopping. Grocery shopping. Yeah. And I walk the dogs and I You're the healthiest you've ever been, by the way. Pick up the just, house. Just wanted to point that out to everybody. You're like the fittest and healthiest you've ever been in like since I've known you. Not the shit on you. What? But you said I was too skinny. When? The other day you said I was getting too skinny. I was saying I've never seen you this thin. Oh. You're healthy. I. But I've never seen you this thin. Like I you, feel great. Yeah. I lost the little bit of ass I had. I completely lost. This goes back in the to Bermuda legs. Triangle. Yeah. I took a vacation. <laughs> you stuck your ass out the uh, the plane window and you're like, yeah, please I take it. Lost it. Gone. But yeah, you're you're like the healthiest you've been in the, in a long time. I think you're spending time taking care of your body. There's nothing wrong with that. I at least walk two days or two miles a day. 
Most days, four miles a day. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm proud of you. I do my push-ups every morning. Not every what? morning, but... Oh. <laughs> when you're around distracting me, I, I don't do my push-ups, but when I'm home with the dogs, I do push-ups and sit-ups, and then I go for walks. That's cool. I love it. And you know what? I'm looking forward to the travel to the next state. That was probably, even though it was stressful traveling down here, that was like probably some of That's the best days. That's when I feel like I'm important. Well, that, I have, I have the, not in a bad way, but I feel no. very important. Oh, for sure, and like I, I think we had, I had a great time traveling down here, even though it was stressful sometimes, and that's probably oh. why I have like six gray hairs behind my ear. But oh, dude, I mean, it was fun. I had a great time. We're, we're stuck in a box together with a motorcycle, for thousands of miles. Yeah, I mean. We're not always gonna get along. Nobody always gets along. If you always get along, there's like, something wrong with you. If you guys don't like Becker once in a while, there is something wrong. I didn't mean like stressful because of you. I meant stressful just in general, like traveling and being tired and like, yeah, I didn't mean like. The quick exits and the left hand turns and. Turn here! Oh my god! The assholes that decide they're gonna cut out in front of you when they know you have a 28 foot camper on the back of your truck. They're like, oh yeah, he can stop in time. Yeah. Douchebag. So, as I was saying, I'm excited <laughs> to travel. Um, but yeah, so anyway, hope you guys enjoyed some ocean facts. We are actually, uh, we have this new tradition where we're going to, we're grilling out on Sundays. So we're yeah. going to make some brats. We've got some potato salads. Diving. Yeah, so we're going to, we're going to make some lunch. We're going to have brat. Oh, this is actually our breakfast. Yeah, well, that's our, true. I guess the two beers at 11 o'clock were their breakfast. That was our breakfast. And I had some handfuls of pepper jack habanero cheese. But don't that's judge us because we drank at 11 because it was technically 1 o'clock. In main time. In main time. And yeah. after we drank a beer, we went for a two-mile walk. So right. it equals itself out. It's true. You know, it's all about balance. It's, yeah. that's, that's what life's all about. Um, so, you know, you know what else life is all about is... What I think personally is um, you should just always stay, stay wild. wild. Hey guys, Morgan here. I wanted to come on after the podcast and again just thank everyone for listening and hanging out with us as we go on this adventure called life. I also wanted to add a uh, clip of the giant rainstorm that we had the other night which we kind of forgot to talk about on the podcast this week and so enjoy this audio of the rain hitting the rv and let it soothe you to sleep unless you're in the car don't do that um and we will see you next week stay wild